You are listening to the Business RPG Podcast, a show where you can learn from successful nerds and find the tools that you need to grow your nerdy business or project. We are rated five stars on Apple Podcasts by N. Casimero10, who writes, Business RPG is quickly becoming one of my favorite podcasts. The gaming and nerd community is known for self-starters and online personalities, but rarely do we get to look behind the curtain and see what goes into it from a business building standpoint. Thank you so, so much for those kind words and the much wanted feedback. And if you would like to leave an Apple podcast review, I'll make sure that it makes its way to a future episode intro. If we can get just a couple more reviews on Apple podcast, I'll be obliged to release a bonus episode that I've been teasing for a little while. I've been calling it a coaching call, but really my guest sits down and they break down what I'm doing right and what I'm doing wrong on social media. We get into hashtags, we get into content, we get into scheduling and different apps and tools you can use guys this was great value for me i'm already noticing a difference and i really really want to share that with you guys that's what the show is about but i just need to know that the support for that episode is out there so even though a lot of you are listening on spotify if you just go over to apple leave a review you never have to open the app again my hope is that someday spotify will let us start posting reviews over there and i love their platform but for now we just got to work with what we got I've been saying for a couple weeks now that there would be a couple of announcements coming out with this episode. If you follow me on Instagram, you probably saw the post about it last night. But if I could get a drum roll, please. We just got offered a partnership, baby. The operators at coffee.exe were impressed by my content, and a couple weeks ago they reached out on Discord and asked if I would like to join their partnership program. Of course, I said yes, and I'm happy to share with you this product that I am excited about and super stoked to talk about. Coffee.exe is not your typical coffee company. They're looking to create a freshly brewed alternative to the sugary energy drinks that are currently advertised to the gaming industry. Rather than leave you with a sugar high in one or two flavors, Coffee.exe has a generous catalog of coffee options which will help you stay awake, aware, and look much more distinguished than any shaker ever could. If you'd like to buy some coffee or just support the show, look for my affiliate link in the show notes below or head over to Instagram at businessrpg where I have a link in my bio. Coffee.exe. It won't give you diabetes. While we are on the topic of sponsors, have you ever wondered what the sponsor-influencer relationship looked like from the other side? Have you ever had questions as to what sponsors are looking for and how you need to stand out? Are you aware of the investment they are making in you when they agree to let you represent their brand? Incidentally, one of the partners of Coffee.exe is a guest on today's interview. Before I go any further, I'd like to make it very, very clear that their being on the show was set up two weeks before any mention of a partnership was ever made, and I have the DMs to prove it. The reason I invited Coffee.exe onto the show was because as I looked over their content, I was immediately interested by their business model. This is a business podcast as well as a nerd podcast, so why not have a coffee company come on who supports nerds? You are going to love this interview, so before it starts, make sure you pause right here and subscribe or follow on whatever platform you are listening to this right now. Let's go to the interview. I just would like to thank you for a second for you know bringing a podcaster on. You can ask my wife. I was ecstatic for about the next forty-eight hours. That's awesome, man. I'm glad. I'm glad that it ran out. <laughs> <laughs> we actually started off as Roasted Riches, which we still have, and with Roasted Riches, we geared a lot towards local coffee shops, local business, and stuff like that. And so, coffee coffee.exe is kind of just an extension of that. We were kind of forced to 
explore our options. So you're in, you're in Georgia, your Mm -hmm. business is out of California and your roasting is in Kansas. Yes, kind of. So what we do is we kind of roast in bulk. It's hard because we have to keep our product as fresh as possible. Mm -hmm. And the way that coffee works is you roast it and then you give it 24 hours to sit because it has to get rid of all the CO2. We would let it sit for 24 hours, then we bag it, and then we'd let it sit in the bag for a minimum of eight hours, and then we would ship it. Um, And then coffee in its whole bean state has about two to three weeks shelf life, and its ground state has about six days. And so we understand that it has to be as fresh as possible, so we can't just roast a ton, ship it out, and say, send it out the way you want it's and it's really tough with with small batch orders too, mm-hmm. but we're we're making it work because we're actually working with this company out in California that they utilize and this is such such a blessing for us. They utilize the same exact coffee that we use. They go through the same importers, and that that was something that was honestly like we were looking around. We were like, we don't want to give up our quality. We don't want to give up any of that. Um, but they actually use the very same importers that we use. So if there's if there's a coffee we're unable to fulfill at its freshest point, then we can actually forward that onto them, and they're kind of like a sister company to us. And they they say, sure, how do you want it roasted? What's the exact blend? We'll make it happen. Wow. Probably about. About 50% of our orders are processed through them directly, uh, but there's a lot of coffee that we can send out to them to be bagged and distributed. Because when we were distributing it ourselves, our location in Kansas, it's so small and there's only 700 people. And we were dumb enough to say, let's start a coffee roastery. We worked with what we got, you know, and, and we started off with a little five pound roaster that it, it burnt the, the crud out of absolutely every batch until we figured out exactly how to use it. We named her uh, Meryl Streep because she was sassy. <laughs> uh, she was fiery, I think is what my partner said. But we ended up upgrading to, to a, couple, uh, a couple small batch roasters that they would process two pounds at a time. And that's how we operated for a good four years. We started in 2015. So about four years we were operating like that and it was working. We got a couple, uh, what are they called? Coffee shops. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> we got a couple coffee shops buying from us. A lot of the locals bought from us. We would, we actually serviced the senior center because seniors got to have their coffee. Uh, the local donut shop, like we were putting out business and we had a good, you know, 20 plus customers. So we were actually our very first year we were in the black and that was something that we did not expect at all. And we were doing good. So second year we were like, you know what, we need to upgrade our production. We need to you know, reach out more and stuff. And so we put ourselves into a little bit of debt and that time it was worth it at that time. Cause we were crawling right out of it uh, real quick. So we were operating pretty good. And then COVID hit and we lost over 50% of our customers. Man. Nobody trusted anybody. You know, we were going negative real quick. We were, we were hitting the bottom of our bank account every single week and we were trying to figure out how in the world are we going to get out of this and we didn't we didn't find a solution until one day i just woke up and i just thought to myself i'm spending an awful lot of time watching streamers i said there's not a big market for coffee and streamers you have companies like uh gamer grind company you have companies like player one coffee Mm And they offer partnerships, which is what we offer, but there's stops there. There's stops at the partnership. Ours grows. And I, I've explained it to you and I'll explain it. Are we, I should save all this for the, so for the interview, shouldn't I? I was going to stop you at some point. <laughs> I pressed record cause you were, you were doing so good. And I was, I was just it. like, Let, let's just, let's just go with this. But yeah. 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 Let's do it. Let's do it, man. Oh yeah. 
So I'll continue. What did I? What was I saying? Oh my gosh! Uh, I'm getting old, man. Stream, <laughs> streamers, uh, partnership different with you guys. So what I was explaining to you before is we start off as a as a partnership as an affiliate program, um, and we have a four tier system where you you actually have the opportunity to as you grow as a streamer as a podcaster and you grow your market grows which means that your ability to push products grows and if you push that product it gets you up in tiers and uh and i think i've shown i think i showed you what the different tiers were but basically once you hit that tier three you've reached the official sponsorship and that's where we start saying you've done amazing work we're going to really reward you now we're going to try and do everything that we can for you sponsoring streams sponsoring giveaways just sending uh products uh coffee products sending gamer products sending anything that we can to make sure that you guys stay happy because without you guys we're nothing and like i said with with us hitting covid and losing most of our business we need something we right. need something to keep us alive to keep us afloat and that is what we found was was streamers was gamers was all of these people that are staying home now because of covid and i think that one of the best things that has been out there for people's mental health has been the ability to connect with other people online through streaming through podcasts through anything um, and we wanted to be a part of that. We wanted to be a part of everyone that was growing and, and offer something like just because you can't go to the store doesn't mean that you can't, you have to stop drinking coffee. You can still get coffee and you can get really fresh, good coffee that supports your local streamer that you absolutely love. And that's, that's kind of where we're coming from. So far, it's been, it's been an amazing thing to see. Like we, our target for trying to find a partner is small streamers, small influencers, small entertainers. We don't just try to find someone with, you know, 15 viewers, 20 viewers and say, you're the one I want. We try to find someone with 15 to 20 viewers that you can just tell they're on the up and up, that they're going to rise. And so with that, like that put, actually puts a lot of pressure on me because I do all the marketing and I do, I do pretty much all the scouting. And that means that I have to basically entrust that the person I'm choosing to be a part of our, our program is going to be beneficial to our product, but not only to the point to where they only benefit us to where we can eventually benefit them in a huge, huge way. That's kind of what I think sets us apart to from companies like Player One Coffee or, or even G Fuel. G Fuel, and I, I believe uh, I believe we spoke about G Fuel before, mm -hmm. and you said that they have they have a very generic marketing. It's it's go 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 gaming extreme awesome and and we're sitting here like um, I'm just going to chill with my coffee, you know. And that's kind of what we want is we want we want a, a coffee that's going to be excitable to an extent, but it's still coffee. It's a, it's a comfort. It's something that you can just relax to. And one of the main things that are, and we don't ask people to do this. We don't ask our, our streamers to do this is they almost always have a cup of coffee on their desk drinking away. Yep. <laughs> exactly. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Real quick, guys, another announcement that I forgot to mention at the start of the show. I have been given a slot in the rotation over on geekliferadio.com. Every Friday evening, you can tune in and listen to my latest episode on their platform, as well as nerdy music and a whole slew of other podcasts, including the friends of the show over on Nat One Presents. So when this episode is over, go on over there and check it out. Link in the description below. Back to you, Ryan. 
so there's there's always a cup of coffee around. And if somebody doesn't like coffee, then we actually say don't don't sign up with us. We don't want you to sell a product you don't believe in. Right. Because then it doesn't benefit you. It doesn't benefit us. It's completely useless. Go for something that you believe in, and we wish you the best of luck. It, it's absolutely amazing the amount of people that love coffee. Yeah, and my my target audience for the most part it's nerds. It, it's it's straight up nerds. But it's also yeah. the entrepreneur nerds out there. And mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've been in semi-professional settings. I mean, I never made it to like sitting in an office job with part of a company. But everyone from a college class to a D&D game to an internship is carrying around yeah. coffee. I'd say my favorite part about this partnership is that you have a product I can be excited about. I don't have to think about how I'm going to explain the importance of coffee to people. I don't have to think about the research that that might go into this. I might do a little bit more than what I know off the top of my head, but I love coffee and I I love business and I love nerds. So to add that into what I'm about to do, it took all the pressure that I had if I ever did achieve some sort of sponsorship as far as, okay, do I need to like buy a giant piece of equipment like they have to tell people about it no i just i just have to brew some coffee and tell people to buy some and that's that's one of the cool things like we highly obviously encourage you to taste the product that you're pushing um, but we're never going to force you to but the thing is is we don't have to ask people to buy coffee they're just like oh my god it's coffee yeah uh, order you know i'm gonna get it that's super exciting it's been really interesting you know going into this and seeing just how excited people get wanting to push coffee for me as as a, a business owner, I have to keep my my priorities in check too, because I'm like, I want these people to push, 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 so that my business flourishes. But that's not what it's about. It's it's about everyone flourishing. It's about everyone growing together, and it's about forming this relationship. And and every single one of my partners, I think we have seven of them. Before I even talked anything about the business, I got to know them as much as I could. Like, I believe I asked you, you know, where are you from? Like, I don't actually, I didn't ask what you did. You, you had questions about my first episode and about my yeah. faith and, and you, I, I think you ended up, it just came out cause you were talking about, you had them brewed in Kansas and I was like, I'm from Kansas, but uh, yeah, yeah, I actually yeah. have the discord conversation here and it's just, Hey, so, and, and I, I genuinely wasn't expecting you to offer it to me. I wanted you on the show because I was genuinely looking for a coffee company to come on the show because I knew that something nerds would love to hear about. When I when I when I asked you, you know, are you a Christian? That was just because I just wanted to know if you were a Christian because the, your very first podcast you you spoke with uh, your friend, um, and he came out he uh, immediately said that he was a, or you actually introduced him as a, a Christian streamer and and I'm like, okay, this is awesome right away because even if this guy that's running the podcast isn't a Christian. He brings on everybody, and that's fantastic. Like that's something that I want to listen to. It, it's it's just really cool to think about that. And so I wasn't afraid to come up to you and be like, "Hey, are you a Christian?" And and you said, "Yeah, man," and that that was awesome. But whether they're Christians, whether they're not Christians, really doesn't matter so long as the content is enjoyable and it's not toxic. I mean, I have a whole set of criteria in my head. Like first first before I follow, like if I if I'm trying to find someone new, I won't even follow. I'm just gonna sit there and, and watch. Is this person entertaining? Is this person interactive? Not necessarily wholesome, um, but are they mostly wholesome, if that makes sense? Drop an F-bomb here and there, it's not going to ruin my day. But if they're out there dropping 20 F-bombs in 20 seconds, I already know that 
it's a little bit too toxic for me. But if they get a win and they're like, F yeah, and then somebody follows and they're like, hey man, welcome. You know, thank you so much for following me. Let's have a good time. Let's sip some coffee, do whatever. You know, they get really excited about it. Uh, but they're not toxic whatsoever. They're really, you know, empowering and uplifting and stuff because um, me as a, as a, a Christian, as a person of faith, I limit my opportunity to reach people mm. if I get to be a stickler on who I'm going to be willing to work with. Because in my in my Discord, in my personal life, in my personal conversations, I'm not going to be like, hey, man, I'm a Christian, but I'm not going to bother you at all about that. I'm going to be like, hey, man, uh, let's talk about Jesus if you want to, man. Do you have questions? Like, I'm here for you. And that's kind of what Roasted Riches started off as. Roasted Riches actually started off with the intention of growing and supporting church planting and then eventually tra- uh, planting a church itself with a coffee shop attached to it. Um, and then that church's main source of income was going to come from that coffee shop that we opened. So that was our plan. And we wanted to do this all over the nation in all of the most unchurched areas. And that goal was squandered pretty quick when COVID hit and we had no, you know, no idea how are we going to get out of this. So we ended up coming up with a different way to try and support. And that was to support the local schools, which is something that we still try to do. But schools obviously aren't always in session right now. Right. So we would take $1 from every single bag that we purchased and that went to a school. And we would have months where we had 60, 70 bags of coffee. You know, that's just our 12 ounce. And then we also sold five uh, five pound, which we took $3 from. And we would have months where we were throwing two, $300 at schools as a small business in a, in a small town of 700 people. And then it immediately went to, we couldn't do that at all. And that was devastating to us. And so we needed to find a way to work our way back to at least that point, because we see it as a ministry opportunity. We see it as an opportunity to give back. Me and my business partner, we don't take a pay. It's 100%. We donate all of our time. We don't necessarily want pay. Like there's kids, they go to school, they can't afford lunch. They don't have good clothes. They can't afford a shirt and tie for basketball trips they can't afford good shoes like that's what we wanted to help out with and that's what we're trying to get back to um and actually we're about to we're about to launch um i don't know if this is a good time to say this but i'm going to say it anyways because i'm I'm on it i I can always Um, edit and put it somewhere else in the interview if i need to yes (laughs) awesome hey welcome back guys this is uh, (laughs) (laughs) coffee.ex No, um, we're actually, so we're kind of brainstorming an idea right now through, uh, through a Patreon page. Uh, everyone's heard of extra life, right? We're going to be going through Patreon and we're going to have three different tier levels that people would be able to sign up for and, and donate to. And that's, uh, something that's really exciting to us. Um, if they, if they donate to our tier one, it's going to go to, um, it's going to go to extra life, which is just $10 a month. Um, and money will go towards that. And then we're going to have a tier two, which is $25 a month. It's going to be going towards gamers for giving. So extra life, we all know what extra life is. They donate a majority of their uh, money towards the children's miracle network. Um, then we have gamers for giving. And what they do is they actually take donations and then they go out and they buy entertainment devices. They buy Game Boys, different like Playstations and and all this stuff. And they give them to children in need in hospitals because they're so bored. And then we have a third tier. It's actually our grow.exe. We decided that's fifty dollars a month if people are are you know giving enough to be to be willing to do that. But what that is is most of the families, most of the businesses that grow our coffee live in poverty. 
And so we want to give extra to those people. We want to make sure that they stay in business so that we can stay in business to continue giving everybody amazing coffee. And so we want a portion of those funds to go out to those families. And we also are going to have set aside a portion that will go towards what we hope is going to be our community, our, our partner community options. We'll be on the lookout for uh, more schools. I think that's one of the things that we're going to try and target too is, is more schools and, and stuff like that. Just kids that are in need, whether it's donating money directly to the schools or donating school supplies or shoes or, or anything like that. And, and so that's kind of like a, we want our partners to be a part of the decision-making process for where's this money going to go. And we're going to hopefully get it set up to where uh, we post in the discord. Hey guys, we have this much money set aside. Where do you guys want it to go this month? What what was the question? In, if if we're going by check marks, you you've you've actually answered over half half the ones I had for you. So this is perfect. You know this is this is Got excellent. It. But I was nailed it. Uh, first off, I, I just have to react to that because this makes me even more excited about the company knowing all this. I I did not know any of this going in. Um, I I mean I I just made an assumption that this was just your way of trying to bounce back during COVID. I had no idea that there was this big push to give back behind it. I'm, I'm blown away. Yeah. One of the biggest questions I've had whenever I see, um, a sponsorship or whenever I see kind of a tier, like I've never seen a, a sponsorship tier or a partnership tier, uh, system, but I mean, I've seen tier systems though. What brings you to decide what each tier is set at as a sponsor? What, what makes you decide, okay, this is tier one, tier two. Is there a pattern that you have or is it just something that you just decide? It started off with me just writing down numbers on a piece of paper and saying, I'm going to come back to that later to do math. And that's basically all it is, is I came back and I said, at what point financially can I start giving back to the streamers? And that's when I want the sponsorship to start. Obviously for tier one is you sell one, one bag through 49 bags a month. And I have to look at the cost, our cost, the cost of shipping. I have to look at the cost of everything. And when it comes down to it, one bag of coffee, we earn about $4 off of, and that's about it. And so when you do the math and you're, I'm going to do math real quick because this okay. is how my brain works. This is perfect for the podcast too. So any insight on your end, any overhead, yeah. anything that someone would not think of when it comes to, oh, I'm just going to make money by selling coffee. Bring it on. Yeah. Yeah. So for 49 bags, if we were to sell, if one person were to sell 49 bags, um, the streamer or the, the influencer or entertainer, they earn $1 per bag. So for 49 bags, you just earn $49. Um, which at the at the end of the day doesn't seem like a lot, but it grows, right. and that's that's the really cool part. So if you sell forty nine bags, we earn one hundred and ninety six dollars, right? But we're selling it for what is it, sixteen dollars a bag? So forty nine times sixteen, that's seven hundred and eighty four dollars. But we only keep one hundred and ninety four of that. That is before taxes. Pretty much that one hundred and ninety six dollars. I say profit, but it's not. It goes back into the company or it goes into the pockets of somebody that needs it. And we usually try to do like a 50-50 split if we can. But once you hit tier three and you're required to sell a minimum of 150 times four, that's $600 per month. So now we're saying let's throw 25% of that back into our own company. Or actually, let's just split it up by thirds. That's probably what we'll end up doing anyways once we actually get someone hitting tier three. Because you have 200 is going to go into our company. 200 is going to go into somebody's pockets who need it like a school, a ministry, a, a, a different charity, stuff like that. 
and then $200 that we now have the ability to push back at that streamer. Mm. And we can say, here's a brand new chair. Here's a brand new controller. Here's, you know, here's what we want to do to, to prove to you that we care about you and love what you're doing for us and what you're supporting. And obviously these are very loose numbers and they'll always be different. And so that's, that's what we're, what we're aiming for is, is to get people to, to grow with people, to get to that sponsorship uh, level so that we can start spoiling the heck out of them because without them, we're nothing. When people become, when they hit that tier three and they become an official sponsor, like we become an official sponsor of them, they get their own label and they get their own coffee. And that is something that's going to potentially up their sales because now people are like, not only were we buying the, the you know, coffee.exe standard coffee, but now the, our favorite streamer has his own coffee and then people are going to be more more inclined to purchase that now and it's going to be super exciting for them. Um, so it's something now for people to really look forward to. Who on the internet right now gets to say, I'm an entertainer, an influencer, and I have my own coffee? No one on Twitch. Yeah, yeah, very at least very little on Twitch in a, in a very untapped market that we can't find. That's our goal is to get to people to the point where they're like, I have my own coffee, guys. This is so freaking amazing. You know, buy it. A hypothetical situation. Let's say someone is been at tier two and they're not quite making it to tier three and then they get raided and everyone in the raid decides to buy the coffee. And then so they make it to tier three, but then, you know, that raid doesn't last. Those people don't come back again. So it's just back to sure. tier two the next month. They have to they have to maintain a tier for a minimum of two months. That makes sense. Say they're tier one. They've been selling 47 bags of coffee and then they they come in with a raid and they sell 75 bags of coffee that month. Uh, then they come in the next month and then they sell 47 bags of coffee we're going to say you're still tier one because it has to be consistent, but it doesn't mean that we probably won't reward them in some way by throwing a couple bags of coffee at them and say, enjoy one on us and enjoy one for a giveaway. We want them to be excited about it and we want them to, to have a reason. And I, I appreciate the extra mile I'm already seeing that you're willing to go as far as an investment into me. This is all new to me. As of last Wednesday, when we had this conversation, everything has just been brand new. And I'm, I mean, I'm excited, but it's also a huge learning opportunity for me. Have you seen any other models for partnerships before this? And do you know how close you are to what they're doing? So I haven't seen uh, models for partnership or sponsorship, affiliate, stuff like that, that we're doing, but I've seen this model in tons of other businesses. It sounds bad, but this isn't what we are, but uh, multi-level network marketing, they utilize this a lot. The more The more people you have stacked underneath you, the higher up you go, the more money you earn. And that works for that type of that type of company. And we didn't want to, you know, we didn't want to follow their exact plan because obviously we're not a multi-level network marketing affiliate, whatever. You know, we're a coffee company who just wants to partner with a successful or successful to be streamers. And so I actually I took the idea of that and I said, if I if I go up to to a streamer and they have, you know, 3000 average viewers. They're sponsored by this person and that person and this company and they're getting Red Bull thrown at their face. They're not going to want anything to do with us because who are we? We're a coffee company and coffee to them isn't what sells. What sells is physical products such as gaming chairs and and keyboards and mice and monitors and computers and and all of these things and that's what they're used to because coffee hasn't been introduced at, at 
at the level of what we're trying to do. And so that's why we target the, the smaller streams, the ones that have promise, the ones that are on the up and coming, because that's how we're going to get our start. Eventually, if, if somebody randomly comes and applies on our website and I go or, or my partner goes and checks out their stuff and we come to find out that they have a ridiculously active chat and they have 1500 viewers and stuff like that, we're going to take it seriously. Hmm. We're not going to turn them down because they're big streamers. But our goal is to work with the smaller streamers, the smaller entertainers and grow with them. If you say, you know, you have a thousand downloads and you're you're starting to really get into it, you're not going to be able to reach out to a big name sponsor and be like, hey, can I get sponsored? They're probably going to be like, no, you need to have a hundred thousand downloads plus a quite the presence on Instagram or YouTube or something like that. We wanted to offer something that was low risk, high reward. And that's exactly what our program is. It's low risk, high reward. You lose nothing by signing up with us and you can only gain by processing orders and stuff through us. And it can only get better as you grow because there's going to be more people for, for them to purchase a coffee that goes back to support your stream or your podcast or your anything. And so that to us is really exciting and really unique. Oh, I, I, I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. And I've been, I've, uh, so I, I have a master's degree in business administration, which by the way, kids don't waste your time. <laughs> it's, it's a six year degree. It's a six year degree that teaches you how to research on Google. Okay. Just research on Google. So you're saying I have I'm, a master's in business right now is what you're saying. Yes. You basically have a master's. In, if you have the ability to search, how do I start a 501c3? You did it. You hit the big time. Okay. Wow. But if there's, if there's one thing that my degree has taught me, it's that I know what looks unique and what doesn't because of the amount of research I've put in to figuring out how are certain businesses run, what makes them different, what makes them stand out. I won't even think of starting another business or being a part of another business or supporting another business. If there's not that one thing that you're just like, now that's new or that's different, or that's a unique way to approach this problem mm -hmm. or, or anything like that. And I think, I think, you know, people may look at our system from the outside and be like, oh, that's probably something that's been done over and over again. But, but what they don't realize is it's not, it's, is this is something that, that we're trying to put into place that we're trying to push and develop that you won't be able to find anywhere else. And I, I completely expect other companies to copy us. And that would be super flattering and exciting. And I want them to, I want to, I want other people to see success by following a model that we're introducing because every, everyone and their mother, they start an affiliate program. And, and then it's just that it's an affiliate program. If you go into G Fuel, it's an affiliate program. And then they'll give you some free G Fuel every once in a while. You know, if you go to Corsair, you sell their products and you earn a commission off of it. It's just an affiliate program. Unless, of course, you're selling tens of thousands of dollars worth of product, then you do get stuff. But they, they don't reach out to the smaller streamer. They're, they're actually designed for the streamer that has already grown and has already seen success. Ours is designed to grow with the streamer, and that's what's, that's what's absolutely exciting about it. So one question that I think a number of people have is, what does it take to start a coffee company? start a coffee business what what training goes into it is there like a coffee bachelor's degree you can go get because every nerd and their dog has thought about hey would it be wouldn't it be great to have a coffee business probably some people who don't even drink it to answer it simply mm -hmm. you have to be stupid to go into coffee <laughs> because <laughs> because coffee is 
one of, aside from streaming, coffee is one of the most expensive hobbies that you will ever get into. The, the amount of waste, the amount of, of, I think I'm going to purchase, you know, these four types of coffees and then nobody wants them. And then you take a sip and you realize why, and then it just sits there and you just dropped 250 bucks on 50 pounds of coffee. And you're just like, uh, what do I do with it now? You can't resell it because everybody hates it. As far as the business answer goes, you need to have cojones. You are submitting yourself to a several years of torture. Like if you ask me any question about coffee, mm-hmm. I can probably tell you anything about coffee. I can tell you about cupping. I can tell you about grading. I can tell you about, I forget what it's called, but it's called, I call it poop coffee. It's civet or cavette coffee. Um, it's a cat and it eats the coffee and then poops it out and then people harvest it and they get all the beans and then they wash it, let it ferment, and then they sell it to people. And people buy a 12-ounce bag for $200 and then they drink poop coffee. It tastes terrible. That is an experience I will not so follow bad. up on. <laughs> it's Well, okay, to be um, correct, technically correct, it's earthy <laughs> in its flavor. Um, like a sour citrus, depending on which area. Anyways, I won't get into all that. You said, is there a coffee bachelor's? Basically, there's a coffee bachelor's because just to understand how coffee works, the different processes, the wet process, dry process, the, is it monsoon coffee? Is it this type of coffee? Is it that Arabica versus Robusta? Like in what way can you extract the most uh, caffeine. Why is decaf actually a thing? Like these are, these are all the things that you have to learn because mm. now that you've gotten all that information, now you got to make your own blend. And this is a blend that people will be consuming. And you have to say, I hope that this tastes good based off of the information that you learned. I had to learn how to become a barista without ever working at a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. There's there's so much information that goes into it. Like, like, did you know that coffee, that the coffee bean is actually a coffee seed inside of a coffee cherry? Who knows that? You know, nobody really thinks about it because they just go down to Starbucks and they grab and you know a cup of coffee made from the most burnt coffee in the world. By the way, don't go to Starbucks, people. Amen. It's terrible, Starbucks. You didn't hear this, <laughs> but yeah, there's there's so much there's so much that goes into it. Um, as far as the business side, legalzoom.com, and you're good to go. There's so many sort resources out there for you to for you to be able to start a business. There's so many resources out there for you to learn, like for people to run your books or to do your accounting. Like you don't have to know anything about business to successfully run a business. However, if you want to know about the product that you're selling and if you want to inform people, like what a lot of people don't know is if you take our Guatemalan coffee, which uh, currently be, is being sourced by Brixo Brew. You can take you can take Guatemalan coffee at a medium roast, grind it up to a, a nice coarse grind, put it into a mesh bag, let that sucker go cold brew for the next 12 to 24 hours, and you have triple the amount of caffeine and 64% less acid, and it's perfect for people who have an um, acid reflux. And it tastes amazing. It's smooth. It tastes like chocolate and butterscotch, and it's amazing. It's, it's just absolutely fantastic, the things that you can learn about coffee. And if you, I implore you, go on to Google and search uh, coffee uh, cupping wheel, look it up, and it's the most intimidating thing in the world, in the world of coffee. But basically what it is, is you look at this big old wheel that has hundreds of flavor profiles, okay? 
has hundreds of flavor flavor profiles on it. And then you you brew yourself some coffee. You always do a French press. Don't use a drip machine. Use pour over. Pour over, pour over is actually just as good as a French press or the cupping. Anyways, you do you do that. Take your coffee, and just like wine, you gotta sit like incorporate the air. You do that, and then you let it sit on your tongue, and then you look at this flavor wheel, and, and you have to determine what am I tasting in my mouth, and your 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 brain is gonna like start to crumble. And it's going to start to be so confused. And then you're going to look at that one thing and you're going to be like, it tastes like a rose, you know, and you're like super excited. And then somebody else comes up and is like, no, it doesn't taste like a rose. It tastes like butterscotch dummy. And then you just come <laughs> and then like your whole life just shatters and it's this whole process, but people are professional cuppers and they do professional grading. I found the wheel. It looks like the uh, history charts they use for the old Testament and the new Testament. Yes. And there's flavors on there that you never thought you would ever experience in a coffee. One of my favorite coffees is usually Arabic roasts or Arabic beans or whichever, mainly because they don't Arabica. hurt Arabica. Yeah. Excuse me. They uh, they they mm-hmm. don't hurt my stomach as much. Why? So so there's two types of coffee. Um, there's Arabica, which is 98 percent of the coffee that you'll drink. Uh, most companies will use Arabica and that's because if you pull an espresso out of it, it it's got a nicer crema. It's got um, a more smooth taste. It's less acidic. Um, however, there are some companies that what they do, and actually we have a coffee, it's called uh, God Mode Activated. Check it out. Coffee.exe. Uh, oh, sorry. Exe.coffee. And what it is, is it's a, uh, I believe it's a 70% Arabica, 30% Robusta, because Robusta has almost double the amount of caffeine. We combine those two and then we do a light roast because the lighter you roast the coffee, the longer you roast coffee, the more you're cooking out of it. So the more caffeine leaves the coffee. With an additional 30% Robusta that has double the amount of caffeine, you now have a, a, a coffee that has the most possible caffeine that you can get in a coffee unless you just roast 100% Robusta, which will destroy your taste buds because Robusta tastes terrible. Why Arabica hurts your stomach less is because it has a lot less acid, whereas Robusta has a lot more acid and a lot more caffeine. Caffeine actually does not give you energy whatsoever. So what it is, it's, it's a hormone blocker or a, or a chemical blocker in your brain uh, blocking the chemical that says, I'm tired. And it stops that one from being activated. So it's not giving you energy, but it is letting you know that you're no longer tired, giving you the effect of being more energetic, which is why if you drink a cup of coffee and you go to try and do something that requires energy, you're actually not going to be able to be any better at it because it didn't give you the energy. It just stopped you from feeling sleepy. Is there a copyright issue when it comes to brewing coffee like can you not make it a certain way because some other company has said oh hey that's the exact way that we make ours and you're not allowed to make it like like uh no it's not illegal the long answer no it's you can't trademark copyright or or, or anything like that a recipe of coffee i don't know if it's against the law but it's illogical you know i because here's the thing is majority of coffees out there are 50 percent ethiopian 50 percent guatemalan because ethiopian has the real bright citrusy flavors and earthy tones whereas guatemalan has that deep chocolatey um you know cocoa butterscotch flavor then you put them together make a nice medium roast medium to dark roast and people love it all over the world and and that's that's you know 80 percent of the coffee that you buy off the shelf so it'd be 
ridiculous for Folgers to be like, hey, we own this. You you can't do this because there's only so many coffees out there. You can only make so many recipes. Now you got these people out there that are making a recipe that has 27 different coffee, coffees and then they have to trademark it and hope that nobody else takes it. But their coffee tastes like doo-doo. I can make whatever I want. So when you're labeling someone's coffee, like when I get to sponsorship level, the coffee that you'll make with my label on it, will that be something that you have entirely just made a new recipe from scratch? Or do you just take something that you already know exists and just put a new label on it? It'll be um, likely it'll be one of the recipes that we currently own. It could be anything from a single origin to to a blend that we make, or it could be a flavored coffee if that's something that you wanted, you know. We try to steer away from the flavored coffees because most of the time they are a very popular uh, product, but for us it kind of taints the pureness of coffee. Big question I have at the end. What are some goals that you have reached? What are, what are some things that you've achieved that you set, that you had this goal, you set out and you accomplished it? And then what are some that you have for the next year? So one of the goals, one of the goals that I wanted to reach was that six, was that six partnership thing, uh, uh, level getting the first two was easy. Cause the first one is my wife. She streams, check her out twitch.tv backslash rage boxy the next one was a friend of mine and you you've seen a couple of his streams sends dt he was the second one and i've known him for a while uh through gaming so getting the first two was easy but then i i realized that i made a crucial mistake these two streamers my wife and sends share an audience I just created competitive market within the same audience and people are going to buy less coffee because they don't want to choose. And so I, I learned a really big lesson from a really big mistake really early on. And they're both still sponsored. And the only reason that they're still sponsored is because my wife actually completely rebranded. Now she's moving on to healthy living and, and uh, fitness and lifestyle stuff. And that's going to bring a whole new group of people that has nothing to do with the gaming aspect of it. So that's the only reason why we kept those two as, as sponsors. That was my first milestone was to fulfill that six, that six partner portfolio. My second was kind of actually built into that six partner portfolio was to have at least two of those streamers at 30 viewers or more. And I fulfilled that with botted FPS and with bricks. O'Brien. I can't say enough awesome things about them. I'd say for our next milestone, um, and keeping in mind, we're still very small, but our hope is that as our streamers grow, as you grow, as as all of these people that we try to bring on grow, that we as a company grow and basically create this one big revolving door of continuous growth, you know? And it's one of those things too, where we hope that it's not, it's not a revolving door that kicks somebody out every once in a while. It's a revolving door where people are attached by strings. And if, if these three start to grow, then by knowledge of coffee.exe and sharing information about other partners and stuff that we start seeing growth from the people who aren't growing as fast that they start getting kind of dragged along and you start seeing success there. That's not going to be something that'll keep that person growing, but it might be a kick in the pants to say, hey, these guys are doing this. It's working. It's a success. I can learn from them. I can grow from them. Our next goal is to, between our, our seven current partners is to consistently bring in 50 to 60 orders per month. And this is going to blow people's mind because they're probably listening to me talking this whole time. And they're going to think this guy kind of knows what he's talking about. Since COVID hit, we just had the highest amount of orders in our queue at one time at 14. And for us, that was huge. That was huge. That was actually kind of like a, a milestone we didn't know we wanted uh, was to have our, our queue almost completely full and our, our plates busy. That was a huge thing for us. And that showed us 
we are doing something right. Let's just keep going with it and keep pushing it and keep, you know, getting all that stuff done. And I think by the end of 2021, um, our goal is to have, I'd probably say 10 consistent partners all showing positive growth. Um, but I don't want to attach our product to a a non-growing product, if that makes sense. And so right. we have to be really diligent about that and really like doing our research and, and watching them. Like uh, for Botted FPS, I watched him for a good probably four months before I decided to say anything to him. We are so diligent with the choices that we make to ensure that we get the best people for what we think is going to be successful for them and for us. I think if I were to say our biggest milestone uh, would be to get back in the black again, finish a year in the black and, and we'll be just. Once things open back up, do you see a road to getting back to where you were? We're a lot closer to getting back to where we were by launching this. And I think a lot of people see COVID as a curse. They see it as this huge negative thing. And of course it has negative side effects such as, uh, the countless deaths that we've had to um, experience uh, losing loved ones and people getting sick constantly. But what a lot of people neglect to do is that's to look at the bright side. And what COVID did is it opened up an entire new world of entertainment, Twitch and, and, and YouTube. And like, they were all very, very popular, but they became exponentially more popular when people were stuck at home. And that's not something that's going to fade away when everything everywhere starts to open up. Where I'm at, everywhere's open. Wear a mask, you know, and, and be happy. Our, our local economy is actually doing fantastic. However, people didn't stop watching. They didn't stop tuning in to streams. They didn't stop being a part of everything. And that's a, that's a, that's a concern that a lot of uh, the streamers that I know had is that once everything starts to open up and people can go back to work and go back to school, that they're going to lose a lot of that viewership. And if anything, it's actually just continued to grow hmm. because we're in this new age of entertainment is literally at our fingertips because I can pull up someone's stream and that's original content. So you can watch a, new, a TV show. You can get through that. Con you can get through the Mandalorian season one and season two, and now you've watched it and you're done with it. And you're like, I can watch that again, but I already know what happens. When you open up someone's stream, that's original content every single time. People are always going to come back to where there's original content that they love. Hopefully, hopefully, our our, our long term goal is by the year 2020, we'll be back in the black. So. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your knowledge and your expertise. I've learned a ton. You're, you're definitely someone I'd like to have back on. That'd be awesome. I'd love it. I mean, you can't get away from me because you're a partner now. No, so. no, I can't. But um, where can where can people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where can people get a hold of you? We have a contact form on our website www.exe.coffee. Okay. Um, if ever you want to get a hold of me, you can do that. That's yeah. the easiest way. Excellent. Uh, is there any um, other also, oh yeah go ahead while while you're on the website trying to contact me just support your local stream purchase some of their coffee our main our main social media is instagram at coffee exe co link in the description yeah yeah all, all these links will be in the description <laughs> you need to put your custom link into the description below so you guys that are listening can support him by purchasing coffee through his affiliate link, he gets uh, a kickback from it, supports this channel, helps it to keep growing. And, and plus you guys get to enjoy 
literally the best coffee you will ever have in your life. You have a, uh, for, for the month of February, you have something. Yes. So we have, it's, it's already out. It's, it's, uh, being offered currently by the time this is launched, you will be able to access it through our website. Um, we have a special Valentine's blend that's going to be available. It is called for the love of the game. And that coffee is made available. It is a very special turtle blend, uh, turtle flavored blend. And I know I was talking about how we like to keep it pure with the coffee but this one is made with all natural ingredients to get that to get that turtle flavor there's no sugar added so don't expect to just pour it and drink it it tastes like sugary goodness uh you'll still want to use your favorite creamer but yeah go enjoy that 16 dollars a bag uh business rpgs uh affiliate link then he will get himself a kickback plus a little bit bonus because that's we we take care of our people if you just want to enjoy it just to enjoy it uh, or any of our coffees just go on to Go to our website link in the description. I've always wanted to be able to say that. Now I can. It's yeah. it's a dream come now true. That's it for the interview, guys. Thank you again, Ryan, for coming on the show. And thank you again to coffee.exe for the opportunity of the partnership. Just a side note, the charity Ryan mentioned earlier with Patreon is still a tentative framework and is subject to change. But I'll be bringing it up later when they have finalized their plans. Believe me. Please keep their work in mind next time you are looking for a cause to give to. And follow my link below to get yourself a fresh bag of coffee. Guys, it really does taste good. I've been sipping on Sen's DT's blend, I think it's called Dojo, for the past week or more. We've already gone through half our bag, but there are plenty of other brews to choose from. Just go over there, buy a couple of bags, and show your support for the show. If you'd like to get a bag for free, then you'll be happy to know that Coffee.exe is sponsoring a free giveaway to one lucky winner who listens to this show. If you would like to join the drawing, then take a screenshot of you listening to the show on whatever device you're using and post it on Instagram. Be sure you tag me in the post, at businessrpg, and then you will be in the running for a free bag of EXE coffee. A winner will be picked at random and announced next week at the start of the episode. Guys, this show is an absolute joy to make, and I really hope that you are getting things out of it. Listen to it again over on geekliferadio.com on Fridays. And the new episode will air Monday morning. But until then, I hope you enjoy.